Thank you, worship team. Praise the Lord. Are you happy to be in the house of the Lord? Show it by clapping and making a noise unto the Lord. Amen. I'm so grateful to my parents, Pastor Farai and Mami. Thank you for the opportunity to share God's heart to his people this morning. For the newcomer and the visitor we have today, I'm called Gilbert. Though in school they call me Chito, so I'm Chito Gilbert. I'm going to share with us about a theme that Pastor started talking about on the 2nd of February in the night vigil. And it was about the kingdom of God. Praise the Lord. Our key verse that night was from Matthew chapter 6 verse 33. May you please beam it for us. Start from 31 to 34. Therefore, do not worry, saying, What shall we eat, or what shall we drink, or what shall we wear? For after all these things the Gentiles seek. For your heavenly Father knows that you need all these things. But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And all these things shall be added to you. Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow. For tomorrow will worry about its own things. Sufficient for the day it is. Sorry, sufficient for the day is its own trouble. Praise the Lord. When Jesus was speaking to the crowds, he talked with them, he shared with them about the worries in the kingdom of man. What is about food, clothing, shelter, deadlines of tomorrow, and so on? Those are common in the kingdom of men, like in this kingdom, the kingdom of the Netherlands. People go, people pers the pursuits that are in the kingdom of man make it, makes it that it is full of worries. Jesus acknowledged that these are realities. But he told them there is one secret. Seek first the kingdom of God. Hallelujah. In the kingdom of God, there is everything. And if you can remember as we were reading, there is a repetition of all, 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 all. So the kingdom of God comes with the fullness of everything. It is so sad that the way the world system is people are trained to pursue the things of the kingdom of man and forget the priority when people come on earth we are taught to work so hard and do everything and keep up with which are also good for living in the society but the primary thing the focus number one of man should be to pursue the kingdom of god praise the lord and one might ask what is this kingdom of God? What is it about? Who are those that are part of this kingdom? And I'd like to ask you, are you part of God's kingdom? Are you part of God's kingdom? Now, because you're part of God's kingdom, I will comfortably share a few facts of God's kingdom. Now, I consider us all as subjects of the kingdom of God. And I will share with us key facts 
Like if you go to a country or when we have Thanksgiving Sundays, people share with us the key facts of their country. It's located in this area. This is our president. This is our language and so on and so forth. And actually, the kingdom of God, it also operates in a way that can be related to the kingdom of men on earth. So they have, as the kingdom of men has facts, the kingdom of God has also facts that people have to know. When you belong to that kingdom, you should all, I mean, it's not the knowledge of the key facts of a kingdom that gives people the pride of belonging to the kingdom. Because of what the Dutch people know about the Netherlands is what makes them proud of the Netherlands. Praise the Lord. And we as children of the kingdom of God, we need to remind ourselves of these key facts. Number one, unlike human governments, the kingdom of God is everlasting. Praise the Lord. It is a kingdom with no end. We've just sung that God reigns. He, he is yesterday, today, and forever. From eternity to eternity, he remains the same. Praise the Lord. Now, we do not need to worry that maybe at some point our king will be outstayed and so on and so forth. The kingdom of God reigns forever. And if you belong to that kingdom, your passport has an eternal man validity. Praise the Lord. When you read in Daniel chapter 2, verse 44, it talks about this kingdom, how it is. And to add on that, if you read Mark chapter 4 from 31 to 34, maybe please beam it for us, we'll notice something also related to this kingdom. It is like a mustard seed which, when it is sown on the ground, is smaller than all the seeds on earth. Mark all. But when it is sown, it grows up and becomes greater than all herbs and shoots shoots out large branches so that the birds of the air may nest under its shade. And with many such parables, he spoke the word to them as they were able to hear read. 34. But without a parable, he did not speak to them. And when they were alone, he explained all things which to his disciples. Praise the Lord. Jesus says, the kingdom of God, which we have agreed that we belong to. It is like a mustard seed. It's the smallest of all seeds. But when it is sown, it grows and suppresses all the herbs. Praise the Lord. So what I start to understand from that content is that the kingdom of God is a kingdom of dominion. Praise the Lord. It's a small seed. Once it is planted, it dominates. When the master seed becomes the tallest herb, so all the herbs in the forest have to refer to it. So even in this city, the kingdom of God, we must see it in our eyes, that it dominates above science. It is a city of life sciences, but the kingdom of God should be above, should be seen above. Praise the Lord. You will notice also from there that the birds of the air, they find shed there. So it's a kingdom once brought into, when it is manifested, all the surrounding gets rest. Praise the Lord. 
when you are brought into the kingdom of God, you should experience rest. Praise the Lord. I think many of us can testify that when we were brought into the kingdom, when we started to, when we believed in Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior and deliberately decided to follow him, there is rest in our lives. Praise the Lord. It's a reality of the kingdom. The kingdom of men have leaders and the kingdom of God. Jesus Christ is the highly exalted king. Praise the Lord. Anyone who claims to be from the kingdom or of the kingdom but does not acknowledge the lordship of Jesus and his supremacy, he is not of the kingdom. Praise the Lord. Jesus is our king, the Christ. The Bible says that God exalted him above all creatures under heavens in heaven on earth and even up below the earth he is exalted he is our king praise the lord now like in this country it's actually a kingdom we use we have a currency currency helps people exchange goods and services and so on for people to live a comfortable life in the kingdom now in the kingdom of god the currency is faith. Praise the Lord. If you want to trade in the kingdom of God, you have to check the balance of your faith. Praise the Lord. It's so beautiful that in this kingdom, we are not left unaware. The Bible says in Romans 10, 17, that and faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. Praise the Lord. So we know where the currency is of our kingdom comes from. So we can have as much as we want, as much as we need that will carry us along. Why is it important to have faith in this kingdom? Because to deal with God, we don't need to come with tears and lamentations. God responds only to faith. Praise the Lord. When you look at the woman with an issue of blood, in Luke, for, Luke 8, 48. When you read that story, you will see that the woman was afraid and when she decided to touch the cloth of Jesus, she was healed. And when Jesus said, someone has touched me, there are so many people in that place. But how come that he realized that, hey, somebody has taken a few coins from my currency. Praise the Lord. He, he, he realized that the currency was shaken. Praise the Lord. And he, say, and, the woman, and he told the woman, your faith has made you whole. Praise the Lord. If we are children of the kingdom, we have to make sure our faith in God is very strong and solid. Praise the Lord. In this earth, we need money every day to pay bills and meet all our needs and to survive in the kingdom of God. We need faith. That's why in Hebrews, in Hebrews the Bible says, you can, no one can, without faith, no one can please God. Now, in order to stay in good terms with our king, he only receives response to faith. Praise the Lord. We need to make it our responsibility. Faith can grow. And the Bible says it grows, it comes from hearing the word of God. How much time do we invest in the word of God? 
not because we are going to preach somewhere or discuss with somebody or have a conversation somewhere or post on Facebook, but just to grow our faith. Say, today I'm going to read the word of God with one purpose. My faith must grow. I must increase a few coins from my heavenly currency. Praise the Lord. This kingdom, it is a kingdom of sufficiency. Praise the Lord. When you read Matthew chapter 25, it's quite a long passage, but very interesting. Matthew 25 from 14 to 29. Jesus was talking about the parable of the five talents. The, the, the people were given talent. The servants were given talents. He starts the story by saying that, and the kingdom of God is likened unto a rich man who was traveling somewhere. And then he decided to give, to assign his subjects with some things to do. Now, a rich man, we know that if someone is called rich, then he has something beyond the normal level, the normal bar. Now, the kingdom of God has sufficiency. There is everything in there. And it is also a, it's a kingdom of delegated responsibilities. The master had everything. And he was traveling. And he said to his subjects, come, I will give you this. I will give you that. I will give you this. One was given five, one, two, and one, one talent. Now, what the Spirit of God was teaching me is that for the master, what was important was the response to what has been given than to how much was given to someone. Am I clear? Now, someone was given five because his master knew that he was able to profit the kingdom by handling five. Another one was given two because he was able to do that. And even the one was given one, he, the master knew he was able to profit the kingdom. So now, what is very important is not how much you have. It is your determination to profit the kingdom. Praise the Lord. If you belong to the kingdom and you cannot profit it, you are not yet there. Remember, we said it's a kingdom of expansion. It's, an, it's a kingdom of dominion. To dominate, you have to constantly purpose to expand. You have to purposely decide to conquer something. And now, for us children of the kingdom, we need to profit the kingdom of our father. Some people may say, but I don't have a beautiful voice like Benjamin. I cannot jump or scream like Gilbert. There is something the master put in you. And it's supposed to profit his kingdom. Praise the Lord. That's one thing. It can be a smile that someone needs after a busy week, a frustrated week because of the realities of the kingdom of man. That smile can profit the kingdom. Praise the Lord. So, there is no need for any excuse because the master has delegated responsibilities. He wants us to show forth the reality of his kingdom. And by showing forth, we need to make it clear in our minds that we are actually profiting the kingdom. 
When was the last time you profited the kingdom of your father? Praise the Lord. Now, there is a reality in this kingdom. It conquers. And because it's conquering, we need to bring as many as possible into the kingdom. So when you go for evangelism to teach or preach or share the word of God with somebody, do not do it, do not take it as a church activity, but take it as me profiting the kingdom of my father. Praise the Lord. When you come to sing in choir, don't come because Gilbert sent an email on Monday or Tuesday that guys, let's come and praise and we prepare for Sunday. Come because you are profiting the kingdom. Praise the Lord. Do not do it because someone should see you. If I'm profiting the kingdom, it doesn't matter who is seeing me and who is not. The people went to, to, to use the talent, the servants. No, much, there is not much said about how they were, where they went, and how they did it. What matters is that they profited the kingdom. And when the master came, he saw profits. Praise the Lord. Now, because they are there is sufficient, so you can have more. And whatever you have actually qualifies to profit the kingdom. Do not despise any gift in you. It is more than enough to profit the kingdom. What, the one was given one. I mean, the master knew that him multiplying one to two is enough. Praise the Lord. He could not ask him for five. Just one. So for the master, it's not how much I gave you. How much are you bringing? I believe you can bring someone. Someone invested. Someone profited the kingdom by sharing the gospel with you. Can you do the same to somebody? And you do not need an official program to go and do it. Even the way we live in our neighborhood. Once we know that we belong to the kingdom of God, then everything we do, we should check it with loss profit and loss account. For us who do finance, we under, mommy can even teach me better on that. Profit and loss. Am I profiting the kingdom? Am I not? The way I speak to my children, the way I speak to my neighbors, to my colleagues, does it profit the kingdom? Anything that does not profit the kingdom of God, we should watch it out. Praise the Lord. The abilities you have, when I was preparing, the Lord was pressing it so hard on my heart that do not despise what you have. Do not measure what you have with someone else. We can all not be pastors. We cannot all be prophets and teachers and so on. What God put in you, it is enough. And he wants his church to know what he has put in you, it is enough to profit him. Are we determined to profit the kingdom? Are we determined to profit the kingdom? As we do that, we should watch the space. This city will be turned upside down if we, that, if we just decide to profit the kingdom. The Bible says that it was said of Paul and his crew that these men that turned the city upside down, they have come also here. Those guys were in a business of profiting the kingdom of God. We can do the same. We can do the same. Praise the Lord. Now, something beautiful. We've talked about what the kingdom, the currency, the king. We know we are the subjects, but now where is this kingdom? 
Where is it? Praise the Lord. When I was preparing, actually during the night vigil, the Spirit of God was speaking to me, and I was like, no, I've never interpreted this word this way. But I will share with it, I will share with you what I had. He told me the kingdom of God is in the Holy Spirit. Praise the Lord. When you read Romans 14, verse 17, may you please beam it for us. For the kingdom of God is not eating and drinking, but righteousness and peace and joy in the Holy Spirit. Praise the Lord. I started to understand that the Holy Spirit is not just a person. He is a dwelling place. Praise the Lord. So, righteousness, standing right with God, it is only by the power of His Spirit that we can stay right with God. Living in this kingdom of men, it is only the understanding that we get from the Holy Spirit as He bears witness with our spirits that we are children of God, then we'll stay right with God. The Bible talks of and peace. When we read Philippians 4 from 6 to 8, the Bible talks about and the peace of God that surpasses human understanding. Now, it is in the Holy Spirit. Because the Bible says where the Spirit of God is, there is liberty. Liberty and peace, they walk together. So, peace is in the Holy Spirit. The peace that you cannot, I mean, just imagine the boat trying to sink and Jesus is comfortably sleeping. And when he woke up, he just spoke peace. Praise the Lord. He spoke peace. He spoke peace. Hallelujah. The Bible talks about, can you bring back Romans 14, 17? Joy. The Bible says in Nehemiah 8, verse 10, the Bible says, and the, the last part talks about the joy of the Lord is my strength. Actually, it is your strength. So, this joy is in the spirit. It was revealed to Paul that righteousness, peace, and joy, they are all in the spirit. They are in the spirit. So, this joy, which will give you the strength to profit the kingdom of God, is in the spirit. If you are not sure about your relationship with the Holy Spirit, you should double check your standing in the kingdom of God. If you do not know the last if you can't remember the last time you communed with the Holy Spirit, then <laughs> you need to check out. Are you still in the kingdom? Is your visa still valid? Praise the Lord. It is in the spirit. The kingdom of God is in the Holy Spirit. It, oh my God. It's so amazing <laughs> to relate to the Holy Spirit ending at the teaching of him being part of the Trinity. He is a place. He is a fortress. He is a fortress. Praise the Lord. Those are key facts about the kingdom of God. And there are many more. As the Lord gives us the grace, we will share over the course of time. But I'm so glad to say to Father that I have played my part.
and I trust I've profited your kingdom. Father, thank you. Thank you, Lord, for the understanding that your kingdom is in the Holy Spirit. Because it's in the Holy Spirit, I choose to pursue the Holy Spirit. I choose to have you for myself. Not just hear you in how you operated with Paul, in how you operated with the early church. I want to dwell in you. And every other thing will fall into place. In Jesus' name, we've shared. Amen.